and the one who has cut up all the ten petals is called arahan the enlightened one that is the one who is called the enlightened who is liberated nibbana with this uh release with cutting of these ten petals one realizes the four noble truths the dependent origination and the three characteristics of existence with the with this knowledge he realizes reality he as he realizes the four noble truth he attain full enlightenment that is called nibbana nibbana in pali nirvana in sanskrit nibbana bana o vana means craving vana o bana means craving ni means negation not no craving so nibbana means simply complete eradication of craving no craving nibbana means no craving nibbana <coughs> is the liberation it is the right liberation so when one attains liberation there are two uh, two methods two methods of attaining enlightenment these two are called the first one is cheto vimukti the second one is panya vimukti vimukti release cheto vimukti panya vimukti these are the two two different uh, two methods of attaining enlightenment cheto vimukti means you know <coughs> those who develop first three uh, first four jhanas and then next attainment there are four attainments four immaterial jhanas those eight those who have completed all these eight and switch to insight and attain enlightenment are called cheto vimukta who has who have developed their mind developed their concentration better all the way completing all the eight jhanas then attaining enlightenment that is called cheto vimukta uh in the dhamma chakka pavartana sutta the first discourse of the buddha the buddha said pubbe ananusute su dhamme su chakkum udapadi jnanam udapadi panya udapadi vidya udapadi aloko udapadi with the realization of the four noble truth the buddha said in him arose chakku chakkum udapadi vision arose in him jnanam udapadi knowledge arose in him chakkum udapadi jnanam udapadi panya udapadi wisdom arose in him vidya udapadi uh, science arose in him vidya udapadi aloko udapadi light arose in him 
And further he says, Jnananchapaname dasanangudapadi. In me, both jnana and dasana, knowledge and vision arose in me. Akupa me cheto vimukti. Here the Buddha says, Akupa me cheto vimukti. My mind, my, my uh, cheto vimukti. My uh, mind release, release of my mind is akuppa, it is unshakable. Akuppa me chetu vimukti. Ayang antima jati, this is my last birth. Nati dani punabhau, there is no more birth to me. That is how the Buddha declared. Uh, his mental states. That is the cheto vimukti, akuppa cheto vimukti. That is called akuppa, unshakable cheto vimukti. The release, that is mental release, which is akuppa, unshakable. That is the mentality of the arahant. Buddha is the first arahant in the world. Buddha is the first arahant in the world. So that is Cheto Vimukti. Then what is Panya Vimukti? Panya Vimukti means it is released through wisdom. That is, without developing all these jhana, one can develop vipassana and attain enlightenment. That is what is called uh, Panya Vimukti. Panya Vimukti. So those are the two states. For the attainment of these states, for the attainment of enlightenment, one should have to practice, one should practice, develop mindfulness, wisdom, clear comprehension. Without developing this, one cannot attain enlightenment. Here I want to point you out a special thing that is, whenever we have a sort of belief, like the belief of a soul, soul, self, permanent entity, we cannot attain enlightenment. As long as you have the belief of soul or self, you cannot attain enlightenment. You cannot liberate your mind. Because you have control. You think that there is a per person, permanent entity. And those who have, those who believe a soul or self permanent entity, they have to believe a, a creator. So the creator and soul are interconnected. Soul is what is emanated from the creator. That is how they believe. So as long as they have that uh, belief, they cannot attain enlightenment. This is something to be re, uh, reconsidered by those, by the wise ones. As long as we are bound, how can we release? We are bound to these things. And again, as long as we have personality belief, sakkaiditti, that is called sakkaiditti, we believe that this is my body, this is me, this is mine, like that, 
we have that belief, we personalize us. As long as we have this personality belief, we cannot again, we cannot come to the realization, we cannot uh, release our mind from bonds, sansaric bonds. So, according to the teaching of the Buddha, one has to cultivate, one has to develop factors, factors of enlightenment for the, realis- for the realization of Nibbana. So there are 37 factors of enlightenment to be developed. We normally talk 7 factors of enlightenment. For the last couple of days we discussed, we understood the 7 factors of enlightenment. Now I said there are 37 factors of enlightenment, not 7, 37. What are the 37? Namely, first one, four uh, foundations of mindfulness. Four foundations of mindfulness. Then four right efforts. Then four roads to power. Then five spiritual faculties. Five mental powers, seven factors of enlightenment, and the eightfold path. These are to be developed. Then only one can attain enlightenment. Then only one can release from all bonds, sansaric bonds, sansaric fetters. This attainment of enlightenment is, Nibbana is the highest bliss, sumam banam in the teaching of the Buddha. Highest bliss, nibbanam paramang sukang, that is how the Buddha said, nibbanam paramang sukang, it is the highest, it is the greatest bliss, highest bliss, nibbanam paramang sukang. Nibbana is the complete destruction of greed, hatred and delusion. Greed, hatred and delusion. Complete destruction of uh, greed, hatred and delusion is called liberation. That is right liberation. That is Nibbana. And this is the state of, this is a state which is ineffable, inexpressible. It is difficult to express, it is difficult to uh, describe the nature of Nibbana. It is to be experienced by oneself. Whenever we talk about Nibbana, we think in different manner and we try to grasp it. As worldlings, we think that this is, Nibbana is like this, like this. And we sometimes we grasp Nibbana as mine. According to the first discourse of the Majjhimanikaya, root of all things, Mula Pariyaya Sutta, the Buddha said, worldlings, worldly people, they think of Nibbana and they think that Nibbana is mine. They try to grasp Nibbana as mine. They think that Nibbana, I am in Nibbana, I am going from Nibbana, like that. In such a way the people think. But, the enlightened ones, they do not grasp Nibbana, even Nibbana as theirs. That is the nature. 
Nibbana, another meaning is Nibbutta, Nibbutta, Nibbana, come to cease, come to coolness. Nibbutta means come to coolness. Because every time, all the time, we are burning. Our senses are burning all the time. I, Buddha once said, eye is burning, ear is burning, nose is burning, tongue is burning, body is burning, mind is burning. And their correspondent datas are burning. And the consciousness, different six consciousness are burning. Like that. Burning. Burning with what? Eleven types of fires, Buddha said. Eleven types of fires. We are burning. So, once we completely come to the coolness, completely extinguish this fire, then we come to the coolness. So, the Nibbana is the extinguishing of fire in the senses. Then our senses come to Siti Bhuta, the state of Siti Bhuta. That is, Siti Bhuta means come to the coolness. That is another meaning. Nibbana, referring to Nibbana, uh, in the Jewel Discourse, Ratana Sutta, uh, the Buddha said, the nature of his disciples, those who attain enlightenment, Kīnaṁ puranang navaṁ natte sambhavaṁ viratta citta ayatike bhavasmiṁ te kīna bija avirul hichanda nibbaṁ ti dīra yatha yam padīpo Kīnaṁ puranaṁ they have completely destroyed their past karma. Navang Natti Sambhavang. They do not acquire, they do not perform new things. Navang Natti Sambhavang. Viratta Chitta. Their mind is detached. These are the characteristics. Their mind is detached. Viratta Chitta. Ayatike Bhavasmin. They will, they will not find another existence. Ayatike Bhavasmin. Tekina Bija. They have destroyed their seeds. Destroyed their seeds. Tekina Bija. Avirulichanda. Therefore, no growing of seeds. Avirulichanda. Nibbanti Dira Yatayam Padipu. Nibbanti Dira. Those wise ones come to the state of Nibbāna. How? Yatāyaṁ padīpo, just like the, uh, like the lamp blown out. Yatāyaṁ padīpo, the fire blown out. Just like that. Uh, this Nibbāna is compared to the ex- extinguishing of a light. Extinguishing of a lamp. Once uh, a certain wanderer named Vachagotta, Vachagotta, wanderer came to the Buddha. And he asked Bhante, Venerable Sir, 
do you have a view that the world is eternal? Then the Buddha said, no, I have no such view. Then do you have a view that the world is not eternal? Buddha said, no, I have no such view. Then he asked, do you have a view that the world is finite? No, I have no such view. Then he asked, then do you have a view that the world is infinite? No, even I have no such view. All these are views. Then again he asked, then do you have a view that the soul and body are the same? Then Buddha said, no, not, no such view. Then do you have a view uh, that the soul is one, body is another? No, Buddha again said no. And again he asked, then do you have a view that the enlightened one, the Tathagata, after his death, Tathagata exists? Do you have such view? The Tathagata exists after death? Then Buddha said, no, I have uh, no such view. Then do you have a view that Tathagata does not exist after death? No, I have no such view. Then do you have a view that the Tathagata exists and does not exist after death? Even I have no such view. And finally he asked, do you have a view that neither Tathagata exists nor non-exist after death? Buddha said, no, I have no such views. No, all these are views. Buddha said, all these are views. These are irrelevant. These are not relevant to what the Buddha talked. Whatever is irrelevant, whatever is not relevant, Buddha does not talk, talk on such things. The, what is relevant, the Buddha takes whatever relevant, referring to seven factors. These seven factors are very important. Buddha, Buddha talks only something per, something relevant, something pertaining to these seven factors. What are the seven factors? Which leads to, uh, in Pali, I will tell this in Pali first, Nibbida, Nibbida, Nibbidaya, Viragaya, Nirodaya, Upasamaya, Abhinyaya, Sambodaya, Nibbanaya. These seven factors. In English, Nibbida is disenchantment. Whatever is not leading to disenchantment, the Buddha does, does not talk on such things. So, disenchantment, this is the first. Then, uh, Nibbida, Viraga. Viraga is dispassion. Viraga is dispassion. Then, uh, Nibbidaya, Viragaya, Nirodaya, cessation. Then Upasamaya, peace. Upasamaya. Abhinyaya, for the knowledge. Leading to, if it is 
lead into knowledge, then the Buddha talk on this. If not, Buddha don't talk. Thus doesn't talk. Then, Abhinyaya, Sambodaya, for the realization of, uh, realization. Then Nibbanaya, for the attainment of enlightenment. So these are the seven factors. If these are, if the topic is leading to this, then the Buddha talk. If it does not lead into this, the Buddha never talks on such subjects. So this man, this person, Vandra Vachagotta, he wanted to know these ten type of questions which are called unanswered questions. When these were put to the Buddha, not only this man, this person, several occasions, some people, they came and they, they put these questions to the Buddha. But the Buddha never answered. Therefore they are called unanswered questions which are not relevant for the attainment of enlightenment. That is why the Buddha did not answer. So then this person asked, then Venerable Sir, what is what actually happens to the person, uh, to the, the enlightened ones, the Tathagata, after his death, what happens? Tathagata means the enlightened one. After enlightenment, after his death, what happens to him? That is the meaning. That is what he wanted to know. Then the Buddha said, this is also irrelevant. This is not relevant. This question is not relevant. Suppose the Buddha gave a simile. Suppose there is a fire in front of you. Now fire is burning. The fire is burning because of what? He said then because of fuel, some some kind of fuel like grass or twigs and things. That is why it is burning. Then he said. Then when the fuel is over, the fire extinguishes. That is what is happening. Then after that, after that, if anyone asks where the fire went, whether it went to the north, south, east, west, where it went, if anybody asks in such a way, that is how can what what can you say? Then he said that no one can ask that. That is irrelevant question because the fire was there only because of fuel. Once the fuel is gone, fuel is uh, finished, fire uh, extinguished. That is what is happening to those who attain enlightenment. That is what happened to them. So when when one attains enlightenment, there are the way how they experience enlightenment, liberation. There are two types of liberation again. Two types of experience. How they experience Nibbana. These are called Sopadishesa Nibbana and Anupadishesa Nibbana. Sopadishesa, Sa Upadishesa, that is the Sa Upadishesa means, Upadi means but this five aggregates. Upadi means five aggregate. Sa Upadi means with five aggregates. Enlightenment, liberation, with five aggregates. After the attainment of enlightenment, still the person has these five aggregates. 
what they have completely cut off is the clinging to these pi aggregates. Their pi aggregates are not aggregates affected by clinging, but simply the pi aggregates. So those who attain enlightenment and still remain in with the pi aggregates are called so that is called sub sopadisesa nibbana. That is what happened to Buddha under the Bodhi tree. Buddha attained enlightenment. From that time, for 45 years, Buddha experienced Nibbanic bliss. He experienced. That is his, after his attainment of enlightenment, he had the five aggregates. That is called Sopadisesa Nibbana. Now, Buddha passed away at the age of 80. Then his five aggregates also extinct, came to extinct. No more five aggregates. Uh, that is what is called Anupadisesa Nibbana. So after, after the attainment of, of enlightenment, all enlightened ones, they experience this bliss, Nibbanic bliss. While they are, while they are uh, living, so nibbana is not something that we experience in another realm, another world. It is here in this very world. So this, uh, the question arises, and many people want to know what happened to the mind of the enlightened one. After his death, even when the Buddha passed away, Venerable Anuruddha, Venerable Anuruddha wanted to uh, see the Buddha's mind, what happened to the Buddha's mind. He observed, but he himself couldn't understand. He himself couldn't uh, catch the Buddha's mind. He couldn't understand. So, on different occasions, Buddha has explain the nature of Nibbana using many negative words like Akata, Asankata, uh, like, like that, as, uh, negative terms. It is unmade, unborn, unconditioned, uh, like that. Negative terms. The one who attained enlightenment, he has he has uh, kindness, compassion, metta, uh, all these are positive. But negative terms are used to explain what this Nibbana is. It is difficult to use positive terms to explain Nibbana. That is why the Buddha gave similes to understand Nibbana. Uh, one day, a certain monk, while he was meditating, he thought, now, where this earth, water, fire, wind come to end? Where, where these four come to cease? He contemplated on this while meditating. Then he thought that, I should go to the heaven and ask this. As he had uh, power, miraculous power, so 
he went to the first heaven uh, that is called uh, chatu maharaj he went to that world that uh, heaven and as nobody knows it then he went to the next world next heaven tavatinsa yama tusita nimmarati parnimmita vasavatti he went from one to another he went and as where these four elements completely cease nobody knows then he went to brahma world many brahma there are 16 brahma worlds he went to this brahma world also and finally he met the brahma the great brahma and as when he asked this question the brahma says something else brahma says when he put the questions brahma says yes i i am the brahma i am the brahma like he is he is not answering it he does not know in front of others he did he did not want to say that he does not know so he said yes i am i am the brahma i am the creator like that so then after that he took this monk with his uh, by his hand he took the monk to another corner and said this is not the right place to come to ask this question you have come all the way here should you but you could have gone to the jetana rama the buddha is there buddha is the right person to answer this question huh? so please go to the buddha and ask this from the buddha then he that monk went to the buddha and put this question he asked bante where are these four elements uh, earth water uh, heat and air this completely cease where then the buddha said vijnanam anidassanam anantam sabbato pabam etta apocha patavicha tejo vayo nagadati etta digancha rassancha anutulam subhasubam etta namancha rupancha asesam uparujyati buddha said this vijnanam anidassana the what is what happens now when one attains enlightenment one's uh, formations all formations are no more he has no craving no delusion greed hatred and delusions are completely cut off now his mind is clear his mind is the most purified mind that is what is called anidassana vijnana vijnana is consciousness anidassana means the most purified mind uh, featureless mind no features in that mind completely purified mind it is anantam sabbato pabang the buddha said that mind is luminous from all around that is what is called that is the mentality that is the mind of the arahant one enlightened one's mind so vijnana anidassanam anantam sabbato pabanantam no ends in this mind no ends 
अनंतम इनफिनिट लाइफ अनंतम शब्द तो पबंग मींस लुमिनस ऑल ऑल अराउंड अनंतम शब्द तो पबंग एक आपोच पटवीच तेजो वायो नगादती बुद्ध सेट हियर देयर इज नो वाटर वाटर एयर हीट एंड विन हैव नो फूटिंग नो फूटिंग देयर नो फूटिंग मींस इट दिस ऑल दिस एक्सटेंड देयर ऑल दिस कम टू एंड नो no four elements in nibbana that is in that mind no four elements and etta apocha patavicha tejo vayo nagadati apo tejo vayo patavi these four are not there then etta digancha rassancha no long no short in nibbana in this mind in this mind anidassana vignan no no dig no lone no uh, short and digant rasanch anu thula there is no coarse thing or fine thing or fair anu thula subha subha fair or foul no such thing etta namanch roopanch uparijjati no no physicality no mentality this is how the buddha explained this mentality that is called anidassana vinyana anidassana anidassana means another meaning is no nidassana no example no simile you cannot give a simile to that that mentality that mind that luminous mind so this is the nature and this is how we have to understand uh, this mentality which is called anidassana vinyana so however much we talk on nibbana it is difficult to understand because it is beyond our our thinking beyond our experience therefore it is difficult so the buddha explained the nature of nibbana some characteristics the, on, on many discourse buddha uh, gave this uh, passage which i recited at the beginning of the talk the buddha said etang santang etang panitang yadidang sabba sankara samato sabbu padipati nissaggo tannakayo virago nirodho nibbana let's understand the meaning this is how the buddha defined explain defined nibbana etang santang etang means nibbana this is santang this is peace this is peace santang etang panitam this is excellent etang panitam yadidam that is sabba sankara samato that is the stilling of all formation all formation whether uh, bodily formation verbal formation or mental formation it is the stilling of all formation sabba sankara samato 
Sabbu padipate nissaggo. It is the relinquishment of all acquisitions. All acquisitions. Relinquishment of all acquisitions. Sabba sankhara samato sabbu padipate nissaggo. Tanha khayo. It is the destruction of craving. Tanha khayo. Virago. It is the destruction. It is detachment, dispassion, virago, nirodo, it is the cessation, nibbana, that is the extinguishment. That is how the Buddha explained, how the Buddha defined nibbana. So friends, let's understand this uh, teaching of the Buddha, how the Buddha has explained nibbana. It is, it is true that understanding Nibbana is difficult, but what we have to do is to experience, try to experience Nibbana. Everybody can understand, everybody can uh, practice, everybody can attain enlightenment. According to the teaching of the Buddha, everybody can attain enlightenment. If practice accordingly, as you know uh, in the Satipattana Sutta itself, at the end of the Sutta, Buddha said, if one practice this properly, within seven days one can attain enlightenment. So, let's try, let's, uh, let's uh, understand the teaching properly and let's all practice. When we practice properly, when we practice little by little, gradually, systematically, one day we can attain enlightenment. So, therefore, let's understand the teaching and strive on with diligence. As the Buddha said in his last, as the last word, Appamadena Sampadeta. Appamadena Sampadeta. Strive on with diligence. If we practice in this manner, one day we can attain enlightenment. Enlightenment, Nibbana, is here in this very world. So, Let's practice. Let's continue this practice until tomorrow. Our retreat comes to the end tomorrow. Uh, so now, as we all uh, practice this Dhamma for the last 14 days, we have been practicing. By practicing all this uh, Dhamma, this teaching, Understanding the teaching, we acquire a great deal of merit. We share this merit with all beings. By the power of all this merit, may we all realize right liberation, samma, vimukti, the ultimate happiness of Nepal. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu.